Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. And you see what the television cameras don't show is the entire other side of the table (laughs) snapping into, oh my gosh, we actually have to start a show now, when Red played the Open, because they weren't prepared, and I was sitting here ready. You really kept your composure, though. Good job. Yeah, we're very impressed. I try. You were the last one to show up, though, right? Eh, well. Typical host. Always (laughs) last. Andy didn't even notice that uh, our, our nice owner here at WSIC did him a real favor this week. Sanitation. Look up, Jacob. Oh, hey. There is a vent cover in the... I don't have and to now freeze everybody anymore. everybody is wondering yeah. what in the yeah. world you're doing. <clears throat> Above Jacob's head, there there is a... You know, there, 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 there's a vent cover, so we don't have to joke yeah. about me so being the, an Antarctic the penguin anymore. Free, turn Jacob Correct. into a popsicle. Yay. Anymore. I don't have to be a penguin anymore. One of many up, up, uh, upscale renovations we're doing here. I didn't create... I didn't crane my neck high enough to be able to see the vent cover at first. So, <laughs> there's that. Anyway, before we get totally de- well, no, we are we're already totally derailed. Who are we kidding? Welcome to Motorsports Madness, everybody. Powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Uh, that first minute, I promise, was not a reboot. It was just them. Anyhow, Jacob Seelman, trying to keep it light. Yeah, that uh, Tom Baker, who's across the table, and Red'll Red'll get to that in a minute. But Red's busy scrawling on the whiteboard, so I'll just keep introducing every. Hey, there we go. Nick Bonter's in the middle, and on the far left of the screen, well, a- as he's trying to duck out of the screen, we have former. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We have former NASCAR team owner Hal Martin, or former with, NASCAR driver too. Well, yeah, yeah. He former did, Venturi he Motorsports a alumni. A lot of formers. <laughs> alumni. Yeah, so we we since Nick's here and Hal's here, we have to get some of the uh, some of the Venturini horror stories in at some point during <laughs> oh this show. <laughs> Where do you so, want to start, <laughs> family show, Jacob? <laughs> Are there any stories we can tell that won't get us thrown off the air? Oh, lots. I got I got I got one. First okay. time you talk to my dad. Oh Lord. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll have to get to that in a little <laughs> bit. We only got thirty seconds. I know it's longer than. No, I, I was going to say I know it's longer than that too. So during this show, we will get to the latest in postponements and date changes and all those other things in relation to the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. We will get to lots of iRacing because that was a thing over the past week. And Max McLaughlin later. And we'll get to Max. Well, not too much later. He's coming up in a couple of segments. Oh, right now, right. though, we got a break, so we'll step aside. Motorsports Madness powered by My Computer Career rolls on when we come back. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Nick Moncher, Hal Martin, and Red, otherwise known as James Mellick, behind the glass there. We'll get a shot of everybody else on the other side of the table that's not my side of the table. I get a corner all to myself. It's kind of nice. <laughs> I do want to say, if we're going to continue to call Red Red, which we should because of his name, we need to start calling Hal the Raging Cajun because that's his nickname. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm good with this. I, I'm good with this. We're going we're gonna to dig into some of the stories about Hal's driving and spotting and owning careers at some point during this show. However, I want to take this first segment before we uh, grab a hold of Max McLaughlin over the uh, strutmasters.com hotline, and I want to talk about the breaking news that took place today because, well, it's kind of the biggest thing in racing that's happened recently, and that is the fact that Memorial Day, otherwise known as the greatest day in motorsports, is now down to one after the Indianapolis 500, edition number 104, will be moved from May 24th to August the 23rd in between, what is it, Mid-Ohio and Gateway for the 2020 Indianapolis 500. Tom believes, and, and, and I, I'm going to go ahead and start the debate right off the bat because it's my show and I can. Tom believes that this will th this basically makes it no longer the Indy 500. It's just a 500-mile race at Indy. And my response to that is, bah humbug, sir, because all the pomp and circumstance is still there Yes, they had to pick it up and move it to a different date. But you know what? These are extraordinary times. We didn't even have the Indy 500 for four years between 1942 and 1945. My response is, I'm glad we're having it at all this year. Well, okay. First of all, if you're going to quote me, 
Quote me accurately. Okay, I did not say that it was just a 500-mile race. Just a 500-mile race I that happens to was, be at Indy, I believe, is what you what said. What I said was it is now, it has now the atmosphere of just another 500-mile race because what makes Indy Indy is the month of May that leads up to it. Okay, without all of that and with it not being on a holiday weekend, I fear that we're going to have a very difficult time putting 250,000 people in the stands. We're not going to do a lot of the, obviously, all of the, right now, the Little 500, for example, is still on for the end of May. So all of the things that you normally do as part of your trip to Indy are now going to be gone. It's just going to be show up, qualify, and race. Now, obviously, race day will still be a special day. The problem is going to be, what if it rains? Then what do you do? Um, so you've got a lot of, there's a lot more to, to this than, I mean, I'm glad we're going to give it a shot too. Um, just like I'm excited that the Grand Prix is going to be the same weekend, at least right now, as July. It's Brickyard on July 4th isn't it, with yeah. NASCAR. So, I mean, I'm excited for that too. Although I, again, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how how the drivers react because you're gonna have two distinctly different tires on the track and et cetera and all that. So that's gonna be Yeah, I was gonna say when the drivers but, actually get on the track we may get a different story. At least right now, everybody seems to love that. Well yeah. I mean I love the concept. But I think that we have to look at this as there's two thirds of the biggest weekend in motorsports season gone. Hmm. And I mean do any of us here at this table not think that, I mean, what are the chances that we still see the Coke 600 on Memorial Day weekend? Not going to happen. That's, that's my feeling. So, you know, there's a lot to this. Um, and, and, and maybe it's because I own a business and I understand the ramifications of this um, deep, deep, deep down into the thousands of people who work and make money from all of this. Um, now those paychecks at, you know, from Memorial weekend gone and not all the fans are going to be able to go to the Indy 500 in August or whenever, if, if, if NASCAR reschedules the 600, this becomes an issue. So, you know, the, the longer this goes, the harder it's going to be for our sport to be anywhere close to normal this year. And that's, that's what's on my mind right now, and it isn't a selfish thing. I'm thinking about all of these people that are, you know, that are going to be very adversely affected by this, including, I fear, a lot of a, a number of race teams who are not going to survive another two or three months with staff not being paid. And I know that's something. Shoot, Red, I'm sure from from your perspective, th- those are conversations I have to believe have already been had uh you know somewhat in the nascar garage and i'm sure uh it's been an interesting week already for you guys yeah it's definitely been an interesting week you know um they just shut down cabarrus so that locked down a lot more of the race teams we were able to work an extra day compared to the guys at gibbs uh, who got shut down the day before but uh there's a lot of people out there that aren't as fortunate um as us at lfr us at lfr are still receiving our paychecks so we are fortunate enough to still be uh, getting paid. I'm sure there's a lot of them out there that are, uh, but you know, um, the ones that aren't, they're not as fortunate. So, it's definitely a tough time in the industry right now to um, to get a paycheck. Doesn't matter what team you work for, it seems like, but uh, there are a lot of teams that are helping each other out. 
And I think the biggest thing to all this, Nick, I'll, I'll kind of look at you on this one, but really both you and Tom probably can chime in. The, we've used the word unprecedented, I think, a lot the last two weeks, but it really is true because I, none of, I know none of us at this table have anything to compare what not just the sports world, but the world in general right now is going through too. No, I mean, you're, you're completely correct. I mean, this is unprecedented. I mean, the last time we saw an Indy 500, you know, not run was during a world war. Um, so, you know, a lot of people have claimed that this is a, a world war by an invisible virus and it, it's causing, you know, all sorts of accurate. havoc on everybody, not just <laughs> the United States. I mean, it's worldwide. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's good that Indy is rescheduling. Uh, you know, I wish they would have rescheduled Monaco from that weekend, uh, just for the fact of that they are rescheduling it. The series still believes mm-hmm. that they can run it, that the series believes, you know, they can help those teams, you know, because obviously there's a lot of sponsor implications if they were to cancel the Indy 500, which would really hurt a lot of those teams. Um, so I think that's, you know, another reason that NASCAR is trying to reschedule everything. They're trying, like, all get out to send us to Martinsville that first weekend. Yeah. Um and I think, you know, like Red said, they got shut down the other day. We got shut down today uh, at 5 o'clock and for 21 days. So for 21 days, we can't be in the shop working on any of our ARCA cars. Uh, we're a little more fortunate because our next scheduled race wasn't until mid-May anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so but it really I was just kind say, of you, puts us in a bind. Uh, you guys, I have to imagine, just knowing the gap, were probably somewhat preparing ahead at that point. Yeah, we were – the whole – the whole time we've been preparing, uh, you know, we, we blocked all visitors from the shop. We blocked all deliveries. Um, it was it was just the core guys. We sent a lot of people home, actually. Um, so we, we just had a, a skeleton crew of people in the shop, and we were just preparing for those next races that we thought were coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have no idea when Talladega was going to be. Uh, so we, we fixed our Daytona cars and got those out of the way just, just in case they say, hey, June 4th is going to be Talladega. You know, you never know. Um, we fixed all the chassis that need to be fixed. And so we're in a good spot. And, you know, I think, you know, like Red said, they're probably in a good spot. It's better than some of the other ones, but it's just a lot of unknowns. Yeah, I just want to jump in real quick. And I want to say just, you know, something I didn't say in the last thing was I wanted to say thanks to Bob and Sharon. I don't know if they're ever going to hear this or if anybody would tell them, but I really appreciate them doing what they're doing for us. So mm-hmm. I wanted to reach out and say that. And I appreciate everything everybody's doing in the industry to try to help everybody because we all got to get through yeah. it together. It takes we all a lot. have to. I mean, it takes so. a lot out of these owners, just like yeah. Ed said. I mean, you know, Big Bill and, and Kathy Venerini and Billy and Emily, you know, they're doing the same thing for us. They're taking care of all of us now that it's a mandated yep. shutdown. But, you know, what happens if it goes past that 21 days? Right. I mean, you know, it's just, it, it's, there's. We're thankful that they're doing yeah. that for us. I mean, we're so we thankful. We just have no idea. So, I mean, everybody mm-hmm. in the shop is thankful to them today. So. Yeah, and I and to to tack on to what Red was saying, I have to uh, I I have to applaud really you know as Bob as much as as much as you know some people have have kind of looked at him funny for it in the in the past has has always been extremely transparent uh, in terms of everything that he has put on social media and all of that to try and give everybody you know as much a look as he can into. Yeah, into exactly what goes on with LFR and within that kind of an infrastructure. So that, you know, to me, that's been cool to see. And we can talk more about some of that stuff uh, later on in the show. Right now, though, we're going to get ready to go to a break. And on the other side of that, we're going to hear from a guy who I've actually lost count of how many different race cars he's going to be driving this year. Max McLaughlin is way more talented than I can ever think to be. And we'll get him on the strutmasters.com hotline on Motorsports Madness coming up right after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Nick Montcher, who's dancing off camera somewhere. Uh, The Raging Cajun, Hal Martin, and Red. Uh, James Mellick is over there punching buttons and producing. And I'm going to have Red punch a button here and and, uh, go ahead and grab Max McLaughlin before we get him any more confused uh, than he already was being on hold. Uh, Mad Max, are you with us? I am here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're glad you're here, number one. We're glad to uh, pull you back into the show, number two. And number three, I'm going to start with the obvious. How have you been filling time over the past uh, two weeks? Because I know what the answer is, but I also know a lot of listeners who haven't heard from you in a while probably don't know about all the iRacing you've been doing. 
Yeah, my eyeballs have pretty much been glued to a computer screen for the last <laughs> week or two. So uh, it's been, uh, I mean, it sucks that we're, you know, this pandemic's going on and, you know, why we're in our house. But uh, I love iRacing, so it's, it's kind of given me a time to, to get back in the loop of things, and uh, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're putting that race on for the Seed North Carolina tomorrow night, uh, or, or Saturday night. So um, that'll be really cool with me, Austin Hill, and Derek Krause. And, uh, we're just doing a lot of cool things with iRacing right now. With the World of Outlaws doing their thing and the NASCAR stuff. So, um, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. And, uh, man, I, uh, I I really think it's a cool thing that we're making the most of our situation, you know. Talk a little bit about uh, what you guys are doing through Hattori for a minute, Max, because uh, I know I heard about this the other day and uh, you know got, got really hyped up to see. Was this... Who whose idea was this for you guys to put this on? Was this something that got got started within the team, or did it come from somewhere else? Um, I think it's you know something that uh, we, we're always trying to do races. And uh, Josh, you know Josh Weinrich, he's our PR guy over there. He's always uh, you know wanting us to get together, run races. We run every night, and um, you know we, we got talking, and uh, you know why not make it for a good cause? So um, you know, a five dollar donation gets you in the race. I'm uh, pretty sure we take up to, can't remember the right number, I think it's up open to the first 35 people that register um, and make that $5 donation. So, um, you know, I think it's, uh, it's a really good opportunity for, um, you know, us to, to gain money for, uh, you know, for a good cause and uh, have fun doing it. We're going to hope it goes better than your ill-fated start in the uh, World of Outlaws Invitational last night, right? Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> no, uh, is is that proof of why you have? Is that proof of why you haven't been in a sprint car yet? Is that is that what that comes down to? Well, I mean, I, I've won so many dang sprint car races lately, but um, what kind of screwed us there? We were so fast, and um, uh, we, we, you know, we I scrubbed the wall in qualifying. And my time was actually fast enough to go second on the board, but they disallowed it because of you touching the wall. And, uh, yeah, it really hurt because <laughs> the, the time before I had all those guys in me, I hosted a race right before the race, and all those guys were in that same race, and I ended up winning that one. So to know that you had the speed to, to, to win that race and not even be able to get a chance kind of stinks. But uh, we were ripping through alphabet soup there, through the, the E's, the D's, the C's, and, um, you know, just got taken out and got caught up in a you know, mess. So kind of ended our night, but definitely had the speed to, to run up front. So you're part of the the younger generation of the sport right now that has really dug their heels in and used it, used iRacing racing as a training tool just about pretty much since you since you knew any better to be able to do it. I know obviously it's not a great situation right now, you know, across the world. But how big is it in in your eyes and and in, you know as a younger driver in the sport to see what this is doing for iRacing racing right now? Um. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's definitely bringing a lot of attention to it. Uh, I think it's a great tool, you know, for young drivers. I've always had iRacing since I think, uh, and as long as I can remember, I've had iRacing. So um, it's definitely a great tool. I've always, you know, recommended it to uh, young drivers coming into the sport. So, um, you know, yeah, I think it, it's an awesome, you know, tool to use. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, obviously it's a, it's a terrible situation, and I, uh, you know, hope everybody's, taking it seriously to, to stay safe and, um, you know, not spread this virus any more than uh, it already has. So, um, but yeah, I, I think it's a great tool and 
Um, you know, all the exposure it's getting is great for iRacing, and I think it's great for our sport as well because, you know, that young crowd, this young generation is so, uh, you know, technology-based, and, you know, they're, they're tech-savvy, and I think, um, you know, mixing the two and racing NASCAR and, and bringing that young fan base into the sport is, uh, I think it's good for everybody, really. Well, let's uh, let's set the iRacing aside for a little bit, Max, uh, and it's great to have you back on. Um, I want to talk about what you're going to be doing when we finally do go back racing again, because it seems like every time we turn around, we get another announcement that you've got something else to drive. And um, personally, I love this because, you know, I'm a huge fan of yours and believe in your talent. But uh, how are you going to fit this all in? You've got NASCAR stuff. You've got uh, Keith Coons uh, with the midget stuff. Um, you've got all kinds of stuff going. I think a modified race or two, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, so tell us about all of the different things that you're going to be doing once, uh, all of this mess goes away and we can actually get back to the track. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely going to do a lot of racing. Um, you know, just like the, uh, you know, the Keith Coon stuff, I wasn't really expecting to do that. Um, I've always loved midgets, but it's kind of one of those deals that just, uh, you know, <laughs> if I, I, I had the choice, I would obviously love to do it. Um, you know, right away, and I, if it was my choice, I'd have been in that car five years ago, you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, it was just something that, uh, you know, I never would have expected to happen, but just, um, you know, involved with some, some great people and, and Toyota Racing, and, um, you know, got to meet Keith uh, a month or two prior to that, and, um, you know, just got talking, and, uh, you know, he mentioned something about me running it, and it turned into, uh, you know, what we have now, so I'm, I'm super excited to, to run the Keith Coons Midget, and then, um, you know, obviously full-time, uh, arc racing at Hattori racing, you know, running a, a lot of races there yep. or, or trying to run a lot of races, you know, <laughs> nobody's running that now, but, um, yeah, we're, we're trying to run a lot of races there and, um, you know, Gary Putnam's giving me the opportunity to run his modified, um, we've got four races scheduled so far, um, you know, South Boston was supposed to be the first one and, um, you know, now we're, you know, we don't really know what. You know, schedule wise, what's going to change, and um, you know, I'm kind of worried about that. You know, where the ARCA schedule may lay over some of my dirt racing stuff, but yeah, um, it is what it is. So uh, if it affects my schedule, it stinks. But um, you know, so be it. But definitely running a, a lot of different race cars this year, and um, you know, I'm just uh, super excited about it. The only thing I don't see on your schedule <laughs> yet is uh, super modifieds. We got to work on that. We do have to work on that. We'd love to see you in a Swiggo in a Super. Yeah, I, I would love to do it. You know, that's definitely one of the racetracks that I've, I've you know, fallen in love with is the Swiggo Speedway um, on dirt. So um, I, I'd really like to, to take a shot at it on asphalt. I was going to say, I know, I, I know, Tom, he's already trying to target, if he can work out the whole, the modified with everything else, he's already trying to target the tour race up there on it. Oh, there we go. Yes, definitely. Yeah. That would be fun to see you at the tour race of Swiggo on Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, as long as the schedules, um, you know, align and, and nothing gets scheduled over that, I'm, you know, there's a good possibility you'll see me there. So, that would be huge. Um, the people up yeah. there would love to see you at a super. Um, you know, your dad was one of the most popular drivers at the track for uh, the time in the 80s when he was there, and everybody still loves him. So uh, you, it would be great to see you up there. That would be awesome, even if, you know, it isn't a modified. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, you know, what it would be right now. But if somebody has a super and, you know, wants me to run it too, I'm, you know, I'm pretty, uh, 
pretty used to going double duty two race cars in the night. So, um, you know, I haven't done it in a while. I think the last time I did run two in one night was uh, 2018. I ran the sprint car and the modified at Canadagua. So that was probably the last time I uh, I did that. Fun but stuff. I, I love it. I think it's fun. So to circle back to stock car racing for a minute, I know, Max, we only got a race or two in uh, really before uh, all heck broke loose. But uh, how do you feel about where your ARCA program is at with Hattori this year compared to last year? Oh, we, we have a lot of uh, you know new faces, all new faces, really, on, on our deal. Um, Dan Stillman stepped in at Crew Chief. We have uh, all new guys, um, you know, working on the car and, um, you know, there's a, a very noticeable difference in New Smyrna. We uh, we brought the uh, engine package that we you know thought would be better, and it ended up that the other one was favored for uh, you know that specific racetrack. Um, I, I don't say there's an edge on uh, you know overall on either, but I think there's going to be tracks where some are better than others, and um, you know I, I think we made uh, the, the wrong choice on engine wise, but we still you know battled for the lead early and. Uh, you know, just missed it a little bit and got tight on a long run, and, and that screwed us, um, you know, to be up front at the end. But obviously, we had gotten that three-wide incident late uh, at New Smyrna, and my bumper cover just barely got you know, ripped off, and they made me go to the back with uh, 20 to go while we were running third. So um, noticeable difference, though. We were definitely, um, you know, definitely really, really fast, and um, I, I think that uh, there, there's a lot of, you know, stuff going forward that um, – you know we've we've seen and uh, I think we're going to have a really good year if we ever get going back racing. So uh, I'm really excited about it, and I think uh, you know Dan Summer and I have worked really good together so far. Optimism, Max. We're going to get back racing. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. We'll, we'll be all right. All right. So I know we've got a few more questions to uh, bounce off you, but I also know we're coming up on a break here in about a minute. So uh, hang on if you would with us, Max, and uh, we'll get back with you here after a couple commercials. Yep, of course. All right, so uh, we'll get ready to steer this thing to break and hang on to Max McLaughlin. I think the biggest thing, uh, Tom, just real quickly, is I, I notice a confidence difference for oh, him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, and Max is always a, an upbeat, energetic kid anyway, and but uh, he just seems to be having a lot of fun right now, uh, and, and I think, obviously, you got to be excited when you've mm-hmm. got the schedule he has lined up. I mean, oh, for pretty, sure. It's pretty amazing to be doing all that in the same season. For sure. So with that, we will... Uh, Get ready to step aside, take a commercial break when we return. Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu and special guest Max McLaughlin on the strutmasters.com hotline will continue. We'll be back right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Corrected, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. 
Introducing Easy Rider, complete motorcycle air suspension brought to you by strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider air shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider motorcycle air suspension at strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as uh, we continue with another show uh, presented by, of course, mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Tom Baker filling in for the moment for Jacob Seelman, who has now just sat back down after a... He's back. He's, yeah, he made a, made a quick pit stop for fuel. As, and, as I was going to say, as Guido would say in cars, pit stop. Yeah, pit stop. And uh, two tires and fuel, and now he's uh, back in his seat. We've got, of course, Mad Max McLaughlin on uh, the strutmasters.com hotline and uh, we're always happy to talk with max and to have max back on the show and i'll go ahead and give it back to you jacob since you uh made it back in in time okay fair enough i suppose i'll take the reins back uh of we'll, course. we'll we'll slide max back in here and I'll continue our can <laughs> continue our conversation <laughs> with him uh so Here's where I wanted to go when Tom was talking about all the cars you're going to drive this year. I'm curious, is there a way for you to pick a favorite out of everything you're going to do this year, or is it kind of equal parts for for everything you're going to get to do? I mean, it's hard to pick favorites. I I just love racing in general. Um, Obviously, you know, my main focus is the ARCA series. Um, You know, that's what I'm, I'm putting, you know, everything... Into, and that, that's my main goal is to go in races and, and move forward on asphalt and, um, you know, hopefully be, a, a, you know, one of the, the names racing on Sundays one day. And that's, uh, you know, what we're all working for. But um, I've, I've wanted to drive a midget for my whole life. So I'm super excited about that as well. So um, it's just a lot of cool stuff happening. I'm, I'm super excited about the whole season and, um, you know, really looking forward. I've always said, you know, since I was little that I wanted to work with Keith Coons one day and, 
um, you know, getting the opportunity to do that. So I'm um, really excited about that and, uh, you know, just try to finish, finish races and, um, you know, be there at the end. And uh, it's the only way you're, you're going to, you know, be there to win races is to finish. So it's, uh, you know, just going to be a challenge jumping from, from car to car and especially learning a, a new a new race car in the midgets. So, um, you know, just take it all in and uh, be as prepared as possible. Study habits, you know, watch film and, uh, you know, with limited experience, you just got to take it all in and do everything you can to, to um, you know, make the most out of every opportunity. So for somebody in your shoes who's basically built, you know, a lot of what you do right now around racing and a pretty hectic uh, race schedule at that, Max, has the last couple weeks and everything that's going on ha- outside of racing, have, have there been any effects of what's going on as far as your your regular everyday routine, things like that? Um, you know, obviously all, all gyms are closed down now. So, um, you know, I've been, my, you know, we have a gym here at the shop I've been working out with. And then uh, one of my close friends has, has a gym that, uh, you know, I can work out with. So as my everyday life, that's something that I take pretty seriously is fitness. So, um, as far as everyday life, that's been affected, but, um, you know, obviously there's no testing, there's no simulation with, um, you know, Toyota. So, you know, that's out of the question. So, you know, back to the iRacing thing. That's all we do now. I literally sit on my computer all day and I turn laps in iRacing. So that's kind of consumed my life lately. But, um, you know, as far as, um, you know, we don't really know. The, the thing that worries me the most is just the scheduling. I, I really hope that, you know, everything works out perfectly, which probably won't. But to be able to, to make all the races. But, um, you know, I think Keith's really acceptable with his schedule and, I think we'll be able to move around and make it work. I know you're always eager to get to the racetrack, but I imagine uh, I, I imagine that has to be just amplified right now the, with the waiting game of you know when are we going to go back racing? Yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm really really uh, you know eager to get back in a race car. Um, obviously, every driver is, but um, I I can't wait to get back in, but. You, even, you know, my dad, we sit on the simulator for hours hours and hours at night. And, um, we just, uh, you know, perfect and, and try to, you know, be consistent and, and turn laps and um, you know, try to be the, you know, the best you can be at every uh, different track and just try to learn from it. And, uh, you know, I'm very eager to get back in a race car. I can't wait to do that, but I, uh, I hope it's, it's a lot sooner than later. See, Tom... Max already has one th- uh, one thing up on on me and some other people I know because this is all this is the case of there's there's a lot of family members that are seeing each other more right now than we have in a long time and the fact that he and his dad are getting along is about a one up on half the rest of the free world. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's that's kind of one of the the the, the benefits, I guess, if right. there is such a thing of the situation we're in is that you know, I've seen more posts on social media of people playing monopoly and you know and whatever other board game playing cards um having dinner together whatever um it's just it's forced us to slow down and kind of rediscover family a little bit and so i think you know again you you try to look at the bright side and um you know and take all you can out of it and uh for max obviously um he gets to sit home and I race all day, which uh, I don't know, Nick Montre. That uh, that feels like kind of a nice lifestyle 
well, given I mean, the circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure you know Mad Max absolutely loves it. And yeah. I got I do have a question for you, Max. You know, I've I've worked with Josh before, and I've I've worked with Austin. I'm curious on Saturday who's going to finish better of the two of them because I know who is a, a religious eye racer of those two and who's not. <laughs> well, Austin's a really talented race car driver, but. Josh like lives on his simulator. Absolutely, so I know he. Uh, we've been joking with him, so I think we're running the old Texas. And uh, I've been joking with him, you know, telling everybody at the shop. You know, obviously we're, uh, you know, we still work. Um, you know, we try to, you know, work as long as we can, and uh, while following the, you know, the social distance policies. And um, but you know, I've been joking with everybody, and you know, texting them and saying, uh, yeah, just stuff like you know, Josh's. Is choosing the old Texas because that's all he does is just sit there and uh, you know sit and race the old Texas. He knows that that's the one track he could beat us on. So um, you know, I, I don't know who out of the two. I, I think it's uh, you know safe to say honestly, I, I'd probably go with Josh, and I'd probably say he's going to beat me too because that's all he does. <laughs> he's just really good at. He, it. he definitely set it track. up for for himself to you know shine. That yeah. sounds like Josh. Yeah. yeah. 100%. This, 100%. This is why if we have a PR and media members race on iRacing at some point before we go back to real racetracks, uh, well, uh, that Josh is not going to be included because we know he's going to kick wins. our butts. I, yeah. mean, I don't even know any yeah. other PR people that own an iRacing rig. So. You just have to start him like five laps down. Oh, I, I think yeah. even at that, he'd probably beat us. <laughs> he would definitely win. still. I yeah. couldn't even get off pit road if I tried. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, I, I'm not even on the service. So, you know, it, that would be um, that would be an interesting, but I would certainly, I would jump at the chance to get involved with that. And I think it would be fun. Um, you know, and, and I do think I could beat Jacob. I don't know if I could, you know... If I a could trained beat monkey could beat me. <laughs> Trust me, I've tried. I think I actually, beat there, actually, I think there was one point where Max actually volunteered to try and make me better, and I looked at him and I said, yeah, good luck with that. Well, Bowman tried to get his dogs to do it last week. so That didn't work <laughs> out so well. No. <laughs> no. But yeah, I've seen that. I mean, I guess this would be a perfect time for, for you, Max, to, to promote that race, though, on Saturday, because people like us could actually come and race for the $5 donation, right? Exactly. That's the cool thing about it is, you know, you get to race with Derek Krause, Austin, and, uh, you know, myself, and we're all, you know, um, you know, basically running for this cause, and anybody can run. You know, you just give your $5 donation, and, um, you know, anybody can do it. So that's kind of the cool part is, you know, obviously it's going to get good exposure, and um, we're all going to, you know, take part in this, and um, hopefully it puts on a good show for uh you know, everybody involved, and then uh, we can get back to a good cost. Can I, can I like, donate five bucks and then put a substitute driver in? Cause, you know. I'm sure, yeah. You can, that's what a sponsor is. Yeah, you can sponsor, <laughs> yes, right? yeah, sponsor me. <laughs> that's what I would, yeah, there you go. Can I sponsor yeah. a spot for Josh? So yeah, I, I would yeah, like to spot. Yeah, see, spot. see, I was going to say, see, I can, I can spot on iRacing fine. It's just the whole driving part that gets me. Yeah, but I see, Mantra, Mantra, wants, Mantra wants to jump in and spot for Josh because then he's part of the winning team. Exactly. That's why I didn't say, hey, Hal, you should spot for Josh. Hal, you should spot for Austin. Right. Yeah, you know, I could. Just give me a call. Yeah. Max, actually, i got a question for you. The, um, you know, back when I was growing up, coming up through racing, the way I learned about working on race cars and uh, chassis adjustments and, you know, so on and so forth was either to work on my own late model, go to the racetrack, test out, set up changes. Something that's not really publicized, obviously the driving portion of iRacing is a big help for you to get reps behind the wheel. So maybe speak to the fact a little bit about being able to learn race cars from a chassis perspective, what the crew chief's doing for you 
and how you can make those changes on the iRacing rig and feel those changes out directly when you go back out there? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, it, it's, iRacing offers, you know, the garage option, which uh, you can actually go in and, and say you're in a dirt car, you can go in and adjust your stagger. Um, you can adjust anything from coil spring rate to shock collar offset, bump stiffness, rebound stiffness in your shocks. Um, you know, to front toe, steering offset, um, you know, torsion bar diameter, how many wraps and turns are in your torsion bars in the rear, uh, wheel spacing, gear, fuel. You, you can do about everything. And, you know, on asphalt, that's kind of what, um, you know, the crew chief's job is. You know, the driver comes in, gives feedback, and, um, you know, the crew chief makes his adjustments. So, um, you, you know, that's one thing on the asphalt. You can make your own changes on here. You can see what does what. And uh, it's so realistic that you could learn, you know, say, um, you know, I'm having a problem here, well, add some right rear spring or take some right rear spring out. And what you apply on the game is pretty close to what you'll do in real life as well. So that's a, a really cool option that they've added to the game. Are you running a fixed setup on in your race on Saturday or no? Yep, yeah, it's fixed. Okay. So that's, you know, everybody say. has the yeah. same car, and uh, Josh runs away with it. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Did Josh uh, come up with the setup? Yeah, it's Josh's setup. Oh, I don't know. Screwed. Well, see, yeah. and see, that's that's my see. That's about as bad as uh, Denny Hamlin's uh, esports driver Keegan Leahy making the setup for Sunday's Pro Invitational race at Texas. Because it's like un- under that theory, Denny's going to run away with it. So Josh just kind of yeah. pulled the same concept. I didn't hear that, but now that that's that's interesting that you just said that. <laughs> I was gonna, I, I I talked to Keegan and he actually did put it on Twitter the other day, so it is public knowledge. But yeah, he's the one that designed the setup for Sunday. So if Denny wins again, we all know why. That's funny. Didn't that Dave funny. Marcus used to do it for IROC? Why don't we just have? Dave Marcus do the same. Oh setup. boy! Let's bring the wingtip <laughs> shoes back. Yeah, yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Everybody. Well, Denny, he doesn't race in shoes. But I think so. That may be a way of equalizing the field if yeah. you made Denny wear wingtips. Right. All right, Max. We got about a minute left in this segment. Real quick, any thank you shout outs we need to uh, we need from you or that you need to give? Uh, who makes it happen for you? No, obviously, um, you know Toyota Racing. They've been a huge part of my career. Um, you know, super, super. Uh, you know, lucky to to be involved in an organization with the Toyota Development Program. Uh, you know, Hattori Racing. Um, you know, just everybody over there that, you know, works so hard to put it on, Al Hakey, Mohawk Northeast, um, just, just everybody that, you know, makes it happen to go to the racetrack every week. And, um, you, you know, the crew chiefs, every, all the mechanics at the shop, you know, they they work their tails off all the time. And, um, you know, it's just uh, really cool to have uh, such a, a great group of sponsors. And, you know, even, you know, going to the dirt stuff, getting to work with Keith Coons and, um, you know, all, all the cool opportunities I'm getting because of the people that support me. So uh, very thankful to have them behind me. It's been fun to watch. It's been fun to uh, have you back on here. And uh, once everything gets settled out, we're going to get you back in the building so you can see all the new fun things we've got going on here. Yes, sir. I'd love to. I'd love to. That'd be awesome. That is Max McLaughlin, and uh, we will look forward to seeing him in a myriad of cars coming up when he myriad. is able to get back in the driver's seat. Yes, that's your Sealman word, word of the day, day. myriad. <laughs> I have more, but I've been saving that one. So <laughs> I prefer plethora. Plethora. Ooh, I like oh, there you go. Plethora. I like that, really too. rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Buffet. I'm a food guy. Buffet. <laughs> I was going to say. A buffet, you, of course. You just, you, you just want to go buffet because it, it, it makes you think of something you can eat. I Golden can't Corral have shut Shoney's down, now. Yeah. Or Golden Corral. I can't. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can't. Walk out well, you, can walk, you can do a takeout, but. 
I know. Anyway, with that, we're going to go ahead and step aside, take a break. Motorsports Matt is powered by My Computer Career. Coming back right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. That laugh you heard was Tom because they turned the mics were hot and he decided to make noise anyways. Gosh. It's okay. It was a funny. It's okay. It's you know. What were y'all laughing about over Don't there? Don't worry about it. That's not no. important. Oh, the, not that important. means that <laughs> James. James, you know what that means, don't you? That means they were probably making fun of me. No. No, no. we actually weren't. Oh. <laughs> no. It's it's see see it, it would not laughing. appropriate for radio. <laughs> it it would have made the joke a whole lot better if you had just. You know, said yeah, we were because you normally that normally see I'm the brunt of everybody's joke over here. Your hair so. looks good today. 
It's under a hat. <laughs> the hat looks great. <laughs> but you see how we diverted there? Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, this is Motorsports Madness. Now you see why. It is presented by mycomputercareer.edu, which is training for a better life. We'll tell you more about them in just a little bit. Uh, speaking of funnies, I saw a funny on Twitter just now that I figure I'll bring to the table for the heck of it. Okay. Uh, this from NHRA funny car driver Tommy Johnson Jr. Oh, boy. Who posts a picture of himself in quarantine and says, So, you may not know, but I use usually don't shave between races <laughs> and he says since the new revised nhra schedule was released yesterday which by the way features the gator nationals bringing us back uh the first or second week in june uh he says i've been wondering if by the time we run gainesville in june i may end up looking like david letterman oh, and he's got a side-by-side picture of him with the glasses and letterman with the very large now beard as long as he doesn't look like joe dirt <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Joe Dirt, David Letterman, that would be an interesting choice. David Letterman looks like a really, really bad Santa Claus. Now. Bad yeah. Santa Claus. That was a very popular movie. Bad yeah. Santa, wow. yeah. He, he could star in the sequel or prequel, whichever way they decided to go with it. Um, I don't know. Just not, not mm-hmm. my favorite look, but hey, as long as he's happy. But uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I Oh, I see that now, actually. Oh, he's he's got a ways to go to catch up to David. Letterman's beard's uh, yeah. very full. It's yeah. looking good, I mean, actually. Way you better can see, now. Yeah, actually, it, it kind of does. It was all, it was really sloppy before, but, um, yeah, David's never, uh, he's, always, he's always been a fan of the beard, but he just never had it when he was doing the talk show. So, anyway. Anyway. Back to the show. Yes, we do have a lot more to talk about. Let's talk about Hal show. Martin. Yes, we will get to Hal Martin. Hal Martin is over there in the corner and has not really had a chance to talk about himself yet. We'll do that I right after like this, that. though. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. 
outsmart them. This party is like so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Uh, boy, Nick Monster does air drums better than Tom, and Tom's the percussionist. No, he doesn't. Wow. Did Tom, you see Tom the air guitar next to me? the air guitar. There was a slash next here. to me here. <laughs> now, I, got, I, I will, uh, among my, all of us in the studio, I've been playing drums since three. Tom can have the drums. I'll just stick to the cowbell. Now, when we get, what is that garage band that that old that thing they yeah being a real drummer is a complete penalty on garage band. You can't play the songs right. Right. You have to do what it tells you to do, and so real drummers fail miserably. I got so frustrated playing that game. Last time I played Garage Band, I broke the drum head because I hit it too hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nick. Was that the old Huntersville house? It or? sure was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember those nights. That's funny. All right. Uh, so, real quickly, we haven't had to reboot me yet. That's a good thing. But the friends at my computer career that we have that help us out with this show, uh, well, they can teach a thing or two about that and a whole bunch of other things, Well, Tom. they can. And here's the thing. If you're looking for a change in career or maybe you just want a first career. You're at a point where you're coming out of high school or maybe you're not happy with the choice you made in college or, you know, GI Bill is available for my computer career. No matter what the situation is, IT may be a great field to get into. Here's why. Number one, it's basically recession proof. Um, Number two, there are over two million Cybersecurity jobs unfilled in this country alone still, and it is expected to continue to grow as an industry right through the 2020s. So mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life, real simple. You can go to the site, mycomputercareer.edu, take the uh, free career evaluation, and then if you are interested in pursuing a career in IT, you can do it a few days a week, either online or at one of the seven locations across the country. And you financial aid is available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. Once you're ready and you're done with your training and ready to go into the workforce, my computer career will help you by working with hundreds of employers to get you placed. So mycomputercareer.edu is a great choice for anyone wanting to build a better life for themselves and we really are excited to have them as a part of the family here at race chaser so building a better life and building a better show don't necessarily equate but i want to build a better show and talk to hal martin when we get done with our next commercial can we do that sure let's do it awesome let's do that right after this you own a performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including 
including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Nick Moncher, Red, James Malik is punching buttons. And I saved the best for last because we're going to dig into some stories now, and it's going to be great. The Raging Story Cajun time. himself on the other side of the table. Once Malik hits the button, da 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 Oh, he's being slow. It's okay. Darn. I had all that build up, too. There we go. Hal Martin is on the left of screen. You want me to do my fire marshal bill? Oh, sure. Sure, why not? Shit on, kids. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> that was actually that was actually terrifyingly good. <laughs> I don't know whether wow. I have no I idea what they here about. or leave. Oh my uh, gosh! No, what? neither of you watched *In Living Color* ever. No, no. all I kept oh, thinking of was the Red grief. Green Show. Does anybody <laughs> know that one? Funny. Wow. Y'all missed it. Anyhow, Hal Martin is in fact with us on the madness, and the. Uh, and, and the yes, the Hal Martin. Um, boy, uh, you know the first. So uh, I'll go. The first time I met Hal was uh, you were fielding a uh, what was then a K and M Pro Series East car at that point, now Arkham Menard Series East with uh, Austin Sindrick at VIR, and y'all won that day. Yeah, we did. Uh, it was a great day. It was actually part of a back-to-back winning streak we yep. had. Uh, first win for our team. Was at Bristol. Uh, I think it was a I don't know, three or four weeks before VIR, but yeah, followed up with the win at VIR and 
was a pretty good day. I remember seeing you, Jacob. We were the first guy I saw coming to the media center after the race. I was spotting down on one of the turns. I can't remember which one. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, there's a, there's enough turns at VIR, they all run together. And I had to run all the way back after. <laughs> didn't, didn't have a vehicle, nothing. Wow. So, yeah. I was in better that's, shape back uh, then, too, though. Race car driver shape. I yeah. think so. Yeah. <laughs> that's a ways. Yeah. It was. It was. <laughs> worth it. Well worth it, you know. So. Now, you were, yeah, you were, you were on a two-race. That was a back-to-backer, but... It wasn't. Was it Austin that won the first one? Because I, it was um, Chad. Chad, Chad. Yep. Yeah. Chad Fincham won the first one for us. Yes. We had uh, we'd started the team the year That's before, right. ran a couple races with Chad, and then signed Chad on for another I think four or five races in uh, 2016. And really good dude. Yep, absolutely. Very yeah. good driver. Great dude. driver. Yep. Great family. Uh, good to see him now up in the uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series. Yes. So hopefully yep. we were a good part of helping him get that launch pad and and get to where he needed to be. Yeah, it was uh, to have drivers like Chad and then Cindric coming in and doing that. I mean, you know, you were on kind of a good run there for a little while. Yeah, I mean, we thought it was easy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we were, you know, hit with reality after that. But, uh, you know, nothing in racing is ever easy. And, uh, you know, we, we put in a lot of work for those two races, especially to start off our season. Um, we weren't running the full year that year. Yeah. Um, it was our, our second year as a team. But, um, you know, we, we started off pretty good, obviously, with two wins back-to-back and had a pretty good season that, that year with the, with multiple drivers in the race car. Got another win later in the year with Austin Cendrick again uh, at Watkins Glen. So That's yep. right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the road course win. Now, I was going to say, he Austin came in with you guys, and y'all absolutely kicked everybody's butt at the road courses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Austin's a tremendous talent, and much really like Chad, is. great yeah. human being. Um, you know, I... I can't say enough about about Austin, and again, another driver. Glad to see him make a career and and step up into the NASCAR Xfinity Series. And you know, good to see those guys use our our race team back then as a launch you know launch pad or stepping stone to get to higher series. That boy's tall. He really is. <laughs> really, I don't even know how he <laughs> you fit in the race car. He's like Michael Waltrip tall. Yeah, yeah. No, he's like he's got to be six four or six five. Uh, he's all all every bit of it. If not, I mean, Michael was six seven, I think. Absolutely, six, four, six five or six seven, something like that. And just to chime in, I worked with him uh, when he. Ran a couple ARCA races there when Penske put a couple cars together for him. I think it was Kentucky and Iowa, I want to say. Yep. Very humble very humble young man, sorry, um, to say the least. He's, I mean, I saw him, I don't know, I'd say last year I went to Charlotte, and I was just walking down Pitt Road, and I didn't want to bother him as he was walking down Pitt Road because that's just who I am. And he walked right up to me and asked me how I was doing. So very humble, and he remembers everybody that had uh, helped him along his way. Absolutely, and dedicated to his craft. I mean, you know, in between each practice session, Austin would get in the holler, in the lounge, jump on a computer, tablet, something, and was watching film. Literally just got out of the race car, watching film from a previous race, whatever he could find just to get more data for himself as a driver in a race car. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk a little bit about how you and Eric got together. Yeah, uh, so you know, this goes back to when I was when I was still driving in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Uh, Eric McClure was a teammate of mine over at TriStar Motorsports, and we, you know, came up with the idea that uh, you know we wanted to start a race team. Uh, both of our <laughs> driving careers were kind of winding down a little bit, and we made a couple trips that year as family, and um, we developed a team plan. Uh, one late night, two a.m. and in Disney World of all places. And, um, yeah, we, you know, we said, Let, let's, go, place. let's go <laughs> racing. Say. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we had some connections with a couple of drivers and, uh, we called them up and said, Hey, here's what we we're, we're thinking. Uh, we had a little bit of backing from some of our previous supporters, Eric and myself, uh, some of our sponsors from years past who decided to step up and help us out to get the race team started. And, uh, you know, a couple months went by, we got all the equipment personnel in place and 
started it. So uh, it was a pretty good, pretty good run for a while. Um, you know, unfortunately, sponsorship ran out a little bit, and uh, you know, we kind of had to close the doors on that on that chapter of our our careers. But we were able to enjoy some success along the way and uh, work with some really good people, really good drivers as well. I think what people miss when they talk about your guys' team was the success you had in the short amount of time that you built the team, the you know small amount of races that you ran each year, and you ran the team out of Virginia. I know you were constantly driving back and forth from Virginia. I, I put a lot of miles on my truck that year, that's for sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was, it was all hands on deck, and, and we were a skeleton crew. We had one full-time guy at the shop. Um, and we were able to have all that success. A lot of contract guys came in and helped us out. Some some great great people in the sport. And um, you know, yeah, I, I was everything from a, a general manager to a parts runner to a, a mechanic myself. I mean, I, I wrenched on the race car, ran parts. You know, organized personnel. It was it was a, a team effort as as well as Eric. Eric was right there along the way doing the same thing as as me. So we were kind of just you know tag teaming and, and making it happen. And uh, a lot of late nights, but uh, well worth it. I mean, at that point we were trying to launch a team that was was. You know, I don't want to say underfunded because a lot of people overuse that term. But you know, we we didn't have a huge budget, but we made it work, and and I wouldn't wouldn't trade the hard work for anything. When you look back, even before uh, you know, let's circle back even further than that. Before you went into team ownership, uh, and and this is where it gets fun because we can really tell stories now because Nick Montrose here, uh, <laughs> you you were a driver. Oh boy! And uh, Venturini Motorsports, where Nick is now at, uh, was a was a part of that for you uh, back during your driving career. Yeah, uh, Nick, you want to take this one? <laughs> <laughs> so what, I was going to say, who wants to get who in trouble here? My first uh, stint. At, at Venery Motorsports, one of my responsibilities, which I have again now, is driver development. So I would work hand in hand with Billy Venerini on who we're going to put in the car the following year, and um, we all, we would go out and scout, and we would watch races, watch films, whatever. And the name that kept coming up was Hal Martin, and uh, I had no idea who Hal Martin was. I mean, I never really saw him race, didn't know anything about him. And Billy's like, "Let's let's call him," and I was like, "Okay, how?" He's like, "Figure it out." <laughs> so I found Hal's father's name uh, and phone number and everything, and I called, and I called his his work, and I couldn't understand a word he said. <laughs> Not a word he said, because they, you know, for those that don't know, Hal and his family are from the deep bayou of the New Orleans Louisiana. region. South Louisiana. And I, I literally had a whole conversation. I had no idea. I hung up, and Billy's like, well, how'd it go? I was like... I don't know. We could have just signed a whole year deal or they could have just told me, no, we're not interested. Like, I literally have no idea. And to this day, that's the truth. Like, I had no idea how it went because I couldn't understand him. And how wow. can you talk that way? You put hey, me on the spot here. Absolutely, because yeah. I want people to know yeah, that. Okay, I'll, t- I'll feel this next question in complete Cajun dialect. I, oh, mean, I hide a lot on the radio, but well, I mean. tell your part of the story. What what actually, here's what I want to know is, Nick has no idea what, what was said. Give us what was right. said. So, <laughs> yeah, so when Nick called, Nick, I mean, Nick called me, it was a year, I think it was 2011 or 10, something like that. <laughs> And I had ran a couple of races for Cunningham Motorsports. A lot of y'all have heard of them, and now they're Chad Bryant Racing. Okay, I'm going to go to the normal normal talk again. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I started out in the ARCA Series. Um, before that, I was late model driver from South Louisiana, racing in Mobile, Pensacola, cutting my teeth in a pro late model. Won a bunch of races, won a track championship, and um, found some money to go racing um, up into the ARCA ranks. You know, we, we kind of shopped around a little bit we didn't have a lot of money to work with i was able to find a couple sponsors and and ran a couple races for cunningham had some success never never didn't win but we finished third second race out in chicago kind of was the the launching point for me and not long after that nick called and uh you know we were able to drum up some funding uh again you know just 
his dad's accent was a thousand times worse. I mean, look, he, his is <laughs> a lot worse than mine. But, uh, yeah, something we always say, you know, I mean, it, we worked hard to get the sponsorship, and we were able to go racing, and Venturini was our was our, our shot to do that. And um, had, had some good weekends, but uh, had some bad mechanical failures pretty much everywhere we went mm-hmm. that year. But uh, it, was, it was a good time. All right, so with that, we uh, have to go ahead and take another commercial break. But when we return, we'll have a lot more with the Raging Cage and Hal Martin here on Motorsports Madness, powered by my computer career. Don't go anywhere back after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even RaceCom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to The Madness, powered by MyComputerGrew.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Nick Moncher, Red, James Mellick, and our special guest in studio tonight, Hal Martin, former driver, NASCAR team owner, 
I'm trying to think. What what else was in there? Spotter, Spotter mechanic, Spotter, mechanic, manager, yeah. Yeah. PR guy, team engineer. Jack team of all engineer, trades. Yeah. Is, is, that that the, is that where Jack of all trades, master of none comes into play? I, I think so. I fall under that category. Literally. Yeah. I, I can wear any hat. Nick, did you tell me that he was also a <laughs> That I have hired and fired him? Yeah. <laughs> He's also an RC car racer. Yes. Yes. Hal is a diehard toy car. I mean, RC car racer. Um, <laughs> I don't know how his wife feels about him commandeering the garage for that, but I'm sure he can speak to it. She calls them mini cars. So I call I mean, them toy I, cars. Yeah. So those it's, things are. I mean, Hal's fun. got sponsors. I've done yeah. He's got legit sponsors. Yeah, that, it's serious. Like anything else now, it's serious. I, I mean, I, you've got your pro level and factory. You're a factory back driver, drivers, I, am. I, am. I guess. I am. Yeah, factory it's drivers. Something I've been doing since I was ten. I mean, I, I've been doing it since I was ten years old, and aging myself here. But twenty-four years I've been doing it, and uh, still enjoy it. It's a good hobby. Um, I've earned sponsorship along the way, yes, from from some of the manufacturers, whether it be the chassis manufacturer, engine, speed control, motor, tire company. We've got them all, you know. And it's off-road dirt much like a motocross track yeah and it's racing these rc cars i do a little bit of oval stuff as well but mainly the off-road is what i do so years ago my brother and i got into that we were doing off-road dirt mm-hmm. but we were also doing what they call it carpet racing yep so it's it, basically it's a super speedway kind yep. of idea you know when you had nascar bodies and whatever and it got to the point where we're like we could be sitting in a go-kart for what we're spending on these RC cars. Absolutely. No doubt. So we, we did run slot cars for a little while, too, and that kind of got almost the same way. Yeah. So it was like, you know, we just went and bought go-karts and we're racing. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I, RC I, was fun. I love it. I try not to let my wife see the credit card statement at the end of each yeah, month I with the LDA, RC Because, like, batteries and, and servos and brushes and what else is there? Yeah, that, now we're on brushless, so we don't have to... You know, oh, change brushes or anything no brushes. anymore. Yeah, it's a lot easier. Are you nitro but, uh, or your battery? That battery, would be a battery. lot easier. I always hated yeah. having the worst that. part. Yeah. Worst part. But uh, now, like I said, I enjoy it. Um, <clears throat> growing up, I mean, honestly, it did teach me a little bit about setup because uh, these things are, are miniature race cars. They are. I mean, yeah. you got sway bars, you've got shocks, you got different pistons, you've got different compressions, rebounds. You can you can change so much in geometry, tuning engines. I mean, there's so many different facets of of an RC car that translates over to a, a full size va- vehicle. Yep. And uh, I learned a lot doing it as, as a young kid um, and, you know, still enjoy it. Like I said, it's a, it's a hobby for me now. Uh, back then, I had aspirations of maybe doing that as a career because there are some people that, that oh, RC yeah. car race as a career. Time. Um, but, you know, uh, I went the full-size route, which I enjoyed, obviously, a, a lot more. So. We'll, we'll give your show back to you now, Jake. We, ah, no, Jake, sidetrack. Yeah, I, I was having I was having fun listening to how geek out about little cars. He didn't even think any of his sponsors. <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to go down the list. Oh, um, okay. Well, I figured you're well, NASCAR trainer, like, team associated, Rudy yeah. Electronics. So just throw some shout outs out. Well, there. yeah. I mean, that's part of it because then you can send this to him and say, "Look, I was on a show that a worldwide audience, and there you go." Right. And, and it's a great way. Thank to, you, Nick. It's it's a fun way to go racing if you just want to do it. You know. Yeah, without getting just you know, don't the hit the wall the like when I did it, know. and everything just explodes in a million pieces. <laughs> like a Lego just blew up, and I was like, "Now yeah. what?" I actually was running in a race on the carpet. We were we were doing. They had a super modified class with super modified bodies on it. I was leading the classic, a big major race, leading the race coming out of turn four, and and my the the little motor actually caught fire. Really, I hit the what? wall, and the motor caught. I'm totally serious. <laughs> wow. The motor caught fire. Everybody hmm. was like. 
wow look at that moment there yeah i mean i wish i had video of it because it it was so realistic did it catch the carpet on fire it did no no but it it was it just did everything you would expect a race it went straight into the wall and like the fire and it was just like wow wow. driver yeah (laughs) driver of a gun (laughs) yeah i overheated it i guess i don't know it was uh yeah i never had any luck real (laughs) racing on a small scale we brought bobby labani in one time to, to run one in the pro class which my brother was in the pro class and and uh, Bobby flipped it down the entire length of the front straightaway and destroyed the guy's Ouch. body and whatever else and yeah it that's was that's an uh, expensive mistake yeah, yeah Bobby was like gosh man I'm really sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's almost as good as uh, slapping Bobby in the pro invitational iRacing event last Sunday and and watching the uh, interesting moments that came out of that yeah that was amusing yeah now why did Bobby run it instead of Martin Truex because I don't, believe, I don't believe Martin had a working setup at that uh, point. Everybody's okay. been buying setups like yes. left and right all of a sudden. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. new, a whole new like setups and, and you know gear and cages. And, yes. yeah. Do you uh, have a setup in your garage, Hal? I don't. No? I need to get on the iRacing gig. I, I don't uh, have Allie, if you're all. listening, Hal is going to buy a setup this weekend, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let her see you. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so be, before we get sidetracked back on the... I, I do want to go back to the iRacing thing in, in a few minutes, but first... I want to get to a couple more things, including Nick Moncher. Now, I, I, I want to hear your version of this story first, because oh you, you can do the imitation. Um, I, I, I want to hear the version of the story where uh, you guys got Hal to mess with Coulter on the spotter stand. <laughs> oh, man, that was uh, back in the uh, GMS days, right, Hal? Uh, yeah, I believe yep, so. It was GMS yeah, days. He was running a truck, wasn't he? Yes, because, no. you know, I've... Obviously, since the Venerini days, yeah, I've you've known kind Hal. of I've, been around been a while. Fantastic friends ever since then. I mean, got to go to his wedding and everything. So I threw him a few bones every once in a while. I appreciate you know, it. Um, we've I've hired him as an engineer. I've hired him as a, a coach. I've hired him as a spotter. Uh, anything else I've hired you for? Mm, I don't think so. No, that's um, about it. But yeah, we driver, uh, driver, test yeah. driver, yeah, test yeah. driver, Tyler and, and uh, late model driver, and late model. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah. had Hal come in to do some spotting at uh, GMS, and he was on Coulter's uh, truck for the first time, and we were going out and practice, probably fourth, fifth run. And I told Hal, said, uh, when Joey goes back out this next time when he's not around anybody, just go full caging on him. And he was like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Because we hadn't told Joey this at, at the time that, you know, Hal could have two personalities. And uh, so I was like, no, you have to do it, even if just for half a lap. So he's like, okay. So he did it. And Joey was just like, what in the world is that? I mean, Who no, is that? Mind your speed on payroll. All right, I'll fall on the apron, blend up off a of two. Wait for the dotted line right there. All right, you good. You clear by 17. All right, clear by two. <laughs> look, they're looking high. Looking high. They're outside. Outside now. All right. You clear. You good. Come on down. Come down. All right. Give that me five is, more of them right there. Why is, do I feel like he's halfway to Elio Castroneves there? But that was ex- <laughs> almost exactly what he said, too. And, and just like right off the pit road, I could see Joey's face. And he was just like, what? And by the time he <laughs> came back in, and he was just like, who was that, and what happened to my spotter, Hal? Because that was not Hal. I was like, oh, that was Hal. That was his other brother, Hal. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what you said. It's my yeah, other brother. Other brother. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. exactly what we said. The adopted Hal. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. That's fun. That's awesome. That's funny. Yeah. One, thing, one thing, growing up in South Louisiana, we, we work hard, but we like to play hard, too. You know, and we always have fun. So it's The folks in the bayou are just great people. And great cooks. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So how uh, they don't talk about the bayou very much when you talk about you know locales where people who end up in racing come from. I mean, as a kid, what were you know what were you doing to be I- involved in the sport, or how far were you having to travel in order to to race on a semi regular basis? 
Yeah, I I didn't get a, an early start like most most okay. people because there isn't a lot of racing avenues down in South Louisiana. Um, I didn't start racing anything until I was 16, uh, racing go karts and uh, you know shifter kart racing was decently big down in South Louisiana. We had a pretty good following and a pretty good amount of, of racers. So I started in, in 80 cc and then 125 cc shifters and was kind of going the road course route. So that's what I, I started racing. That's where I kind of learned how to my racing craft originated there. Uh, as far as full-size cars, I didn't start that until I was about 18 and um, started racing late models. But our closest track was Mobile, Alabama. And from okay, home, yeah. we, it's, that's about four hours from where my home is. So our local track was four hours away. Um, you know, So fortunately, we were able to race. Uh, what they did was Pensacola at Five Flags Speedway mm-hmm. would run yep. Friday night, and then Mobile would run Saturday night. So we'd truck it after my crew guys would get off of work on Friday. They'd usually take a half a day. We'd take off and go to Pensacola. Race Pensacola Friday night and race Saturday at Mobile. We'd spend the night out in the camper. We had a you know camper that we would would bring a rig, racing rig, and we'd uh, we'd sit out back after Friday night race. And you know it was a it was a pretty good deal. We uh, we spent a lot of time spent a lot of time as a family. You know, mom and dad were That's there, awesome. and and uh, really really got to be close with them through my years of transitioning from being a kid up to adulthood. So um, it was pretty nice. And then uh, but yeah, that was my local tracks four hours away from home. And it's funny to hear him talk about that because there's a lot of short track drivers even today that uh, use the Pensacola Mobile um, double, you know, th- those weekend doubles as a starting point to uh, kind of try-, try and launch their careers Absolutely. down in the southeast. We've talked about the team. We've talked about uh, spotting. We've talked about uh, the early part of your driving. But I want to chat about, obviously, you've kind of seen this from all sides. How do you feel like the sport has changed now for a driver trying to come up than even from when you were behind the wheel, which really, as we were talking about before the show tonight, wasn't all that long ago? No, well, it really wasn't. Um, you know, I mean, the, the biggest thing now, I feel like, is is you still need to be able to drive a race car at the end of the day. You know, a lot of people lose sight of that and say, oh, this this person bought this ride, this person lucked into this ride, backed into this ride, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, you need to be able to drive a race car to get up into the higher ranks of NASCAR. And a lot of people lose sight of that. With that being said, I, I still feel like you have to bring some type of backing behind you, whether it be a sponsor family money whatever it may be and and that's just the reality of the sport and what it's what it is now um it was like that as well when i was coming up Uh, i kind of was just behind the the curve if you want to call it that of of drivers being signed where owners had sponsors lined up that kind of transitioned a little bit and i I still feel like today you know i want to think and this is just from the fan perspective in me i'm seeing it almost transition back somewhat where drivers are more judged on their talent not so much them bringing money to the table. Um, you know, with that being said, I, I think NASCAR is, is perched right now to have really good years to come. I feel like the last two years they've done a really good job promoting the industry, promoting the sport, and promoting drivers coming up through the ranks. They've done a really good job with the younger drivers coming up through the truck series, even the ARCA East and ARCA West series now, as well as the ARCA Touring series. So I, I still think, like, like I said, you have to be able to soft talent at the end of the day, you know. And, I, and we, we, we look at the field, right, from first to last. You know, there's a small percentage right there of talent, I feel like. You know, there's not somebody that's out there that can win every week and then somebody at the end of the field that's just, you know, out to lunch. I mean, everybody's pretty good when they get to that level. We're going to step aside. Back with more Madness in a minute. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. 
because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Do you hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser media set you how to deal with someone who says that's so gay outsmart them this party is like so gay totally excuse me but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited then it became a word used to describe gay people then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid which is how you just used it which is not very nice ew that guy is on the football team and super smart and he totally hates us now totally when you say that's so gay do you realize what you say Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Blues hour. Oh, yes. My kind of music. <laughs> That's, there. There. That's there. my music. Yeah. There. Mine Bourbon too. Street. That's right. Mine, too. Beale Street in Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. Beale, bourbon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, bur- well, New Orleans. Right. But yeah. Yeah, Beale Street, Memphis is BB King's and all the blues places. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputergrid.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Nick Moncher, Hal Martin, uh, and then James Mellick Red is punching buttons, uh, keeping us, mo- for the most part, on track Doing tonight. a phenomenal job. Yeah. Oh, Red. Yeah, He's all right. Is. Red's good. You better like your producer. You can turn your microphone off real quick. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> See, when Randy Miller's here, he does nothing but pick on Jacob all night, and uh-huh. Randy uh, and and Red encourages it. Yeah, pretty um, much. As a know. good producer should. <laughs> That's exactly right. Banter back and forth between <laughs> yes. the hosts. Oh dear. Randy will be back next week. Yes, he will. Nick Moncher, 
correct me if I'm wrong, but Hal is not among the 67? 67 now? 67, I think 67. it is. And think about what you were talking about there. Yeah. Uh, he, no. Hal, Hal is not among the 67 Arkham Menard series wins that Venturini Motorsport Unfortunately, has, no. Hal is not. Nope. Uh, I mean, he and I have talked about this many a times, post-Venturini for him, post-Venturini for me. Um I think when Hal came in, we were at a spot where we were transitioning as a team. Uh, we had transitioned from Chevrolet to Toyota. We were still in the middle of that transition. We had transitioned from being a Gibbs-only team to being a Toyota team. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of you know that gray area there where we as a team were trying to get our footing down. We were trying to get our footing down with you know Toyota coming into the sport and have everything go on. I mean, don't get me wrong. We still had good runs with Hal. We still had good runs with with other drivers and we still were able to win some races but nothing like you see now where you know i th i feel like and i told hal this the other day if he were able to come into a car now i think absolutely he'd be him and selfie all day long would mm -hmm. would be competing for wins if they're both full-time uh, going for a championship i think and it's just like like hal said you know there's just so many circumstances you know, in in timing and money and everything how how life plays out in general not even just in racing um so it's always you know hindsight's always 2020 right but right um so i think uh you know we we gave him our best effort every week it was just mm -hmm. it wasn't always the best that he needed see That's the o see the only reason i asked that is because if if i was wrong and i had forgotten to win somewhere i was going to ask him his impression of uh the the bill venturini victory lane celebration <laughs> i mean i could recreate it right now but that would not be social distancing. No, i'll pass on that yeah no. yeah <laughs> that, we can't in this this climate right yeah, now. and it wouldn't be the same if it wasn't big bill no right exactly That's right. but you can yeah. come by the shop if you want you know when this is all said done he'll give you one i'll just give him a fist bump <laughs> <laughs> for those who, for those who are going like what are they the, talking about the only man that i have literally wanted to kiss on the lips big bill big bill well, and, and that's <laughs> the point of all this is that Big Bill tends to give you a kiss if you win a race for him. That's that, right. That is that's his trademark. That that's his, you know, Italian you Chicago yeah. upbringing was, yeah. you know, obviously very open. And it was when a driver wins, that is the ultimate sign of respect from Bill, actually. And from the family is, you know, you got a kiss from Bill. Right. So, um, you know, it's. People, some people weirded out, whatever. But it's. I, I was going to say, I know that there's a th there's been, I think, a few that have that have come through and won races and kind of freaked out. There have been some. <laughs> there have been some that you know have shown up and never won and be like, I don't want one. Like, well, that's bad karma. You probably shouldn't say that to start. But, uh -huh. uh, I mean, I remember it was probably 08 ish, uh, and we won and. Um, Bill, he actually came up to to me in Victor Lane and gave me one, and I was just like, "Whoa, what just happened?" I and I'm, win. yeah, and I and I remember, you know, Kathy, she gave me a hug, and she's like, "You're definitely part of the family now because of that." You know, he trusts you and respects you enough to That's to do that. Funny. And he told me that years later, he's like, "I just I wanted to thank you because you had been part of this and helping Billy with this, and, and that's my thanks to you." Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, fun Love stuff. It. Yeah. But thank you. For, I'm sure Hal appreciates you bringing that whole thing up that he never won a race. I only, I only ran five races for them, too. Fine, so. how do you do? And two were speedways. It's so. all about odds. Yeah, yeah, speedway. I mean, it's like That's blackjack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Exactly. So you're sitting here, and I, I know that we know the story sitting here, but I know a lot of our, our listening audience probably doesn't know, so you're not obviously working with the race team anymore so how are you staying connected to racing these days 
Uh, yeah, well, currently I'm, I'm working with Ty Gibbs, I'm spotting and driver coaching Ty um, through his early early days of his career. Um, got the phone call last year, started with him uh, the beginning of last year, and came on board and uh, had some success last year. We won four races between the Arca Series, Arca Menard Series, and uh, Arca Menard Series East um, last year, and really enjoying my time with Ty. Um, he's a he's a great talent, um, very disciplined. Um, seldomly do you see the car get out of shape with him, and that's one thing I I, I really tout to his driving ability and, and car control. Um, but, you know, Ty and I, we have a really good relationship on the racetrack and off. Uh, I go to the shop uh, usually one day a week, and we, we run simulator. You know, we talked about iRacing a lot through through this radio show tonight, and we are on the simulator nonstop when I'm at the racetrack. And he's getting reps behind the wheel. I'm throwing setup changes at him just to get him comfortable with, you know, a car that might be loose, tight, whatever it may be, and try and get him to readjust it as he feels fit, you know, just to try and get him – to be on the same or, or a similar level or, or at least understanding of what the crew chief is doing when he's saying, hey, the car's tight, center of the corner, or whatever it may be, I'll throw a change at him and, and see how he feels it. So um, really enjoyed my time with Ty, um, you know, and we're, we're geared up right now for, for a full season when we get back racing. Is there anything in Ty that reminds you of you at that age in racing? <laughs> Like I said, the, the discipline, I think, you know, uh, you know, one thing and adaptability, um, which was something that I feel like I was I was pretty decent at. I could go to a new racetrack and be up to speed right away. Um, Ty has that same quality. Uh, it doesn't take him but two or three laps and he's right up to speed. Um, last year, we saw a lot of racetracks for his first time. Um, you know, he was going from a late model stock car up into a heavier, you know, Arkham Menard series car. So, and most of those tracks he had never seen before. Um, but again, it only took him a couple laps and he was up to speed, um, similar to when, when I was racing. So that's probably the biggest advantage I feel like he has is that he can get up to speed right away. I'm trying to think which race it was that he won off the late pass last year. Gateway, maybe? Uh, Gateway was one. Gateway, Gateway, yeah, Gateway was the one that came came to mind of a moment where I sat back and thought to myself, shoot, the kid's come a long way than when I first saw him a couple years ago running the late model. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he uh, he really took to the heavier car, I feel like, better than than a late model stock. And I was only able to watch him uh, in a late model stock car a couple times uh, throughout the last couple of years uh, with a little bit I dabbled in in that series um, with the Cars Tour. But... um, you know, he's really taken to the heavier car. And I feel like that's a really good asset for him moving forward as well. Um, you know, you hear of drivers who, you know, maybe are very dominant in a late model or a super late right. model, and they move up to a truck, and they really can't figure it out. You know, and that's it, – it's just part of it, you know, when you, when you get tailored to a certain vehicle. Uh, I feel like Ty really has taken to the heavier car much better. Now, what do you mi- – is there anything that you miss from team ownership or from driving, either either or both? Uh, both. I mean, you know, the the the, the team ownership part. What I, what I really liked about it was was being able to, I guess, control the business side of it more and seeing the success we were able to have. Um, the driving side, I miss it every day, uh, as many drivers I'm sure say. Uh, just that adrenaline rush of strapping in, getting the belts tight, and getting ready to go to work. Um, that's a feeling that uh, you know it's hard to describe for people that have never done it um, or been around it. Uh, with that being said, I'm really enjoying spotting with for Ty. Um, it's kind of a way that drivers can still give back and feel like we have a part in the outcome of a race uh, directly by feeding the driver the information that they need. And it's it's more, as you guys all know, but you know, it's more than just high, lo- you know, car outside, car inside, clear. Um, and I know Nick's done a lot of spotting too. 
you know, we're feeding the drivers a lot of information. So for, for me, being a past driver, I can give Ty the information that he needs to know, not necessarily what he, you know, doesn't need to know. So different things as tracks change and whatnot. So uh, throughout the course of a race, uh, as l- rubber gets laid down and where to go on a racetrack, looking for grip, you know, there's so many different different um, examples of, of the help that we give to drivers. And you see it all the way up to the cup level. Now, how did, how did you get hooked up with Ty specifically? I, I'm, I was actually surprised to hear you say his name only because now I know there's, there's a lot of good people within, um, you know, within JGR that have been around him. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I came off of, and again, with help from Nick, uh, being hired to spot for, for their race teams in the past, you know, after the ownership, I also spotted as an owner as too. Uh, when I owned the race team, I was our primary spotter. But uh, I, I did some spotting for, for drivers throughout the past few years um, in the ARCA ranks. And I guess I developed a little bit of a reputation there for, for spotting and kind of the knack I had for it. Um, as well as, you know, connections within the industry as, as, you know, as in life, you know, connections really help. And, um, I'm, I'm a firm believer if you're, if you're good to people, people are good to you. And, um, you know, I've, I've tried to always live every day that way. Um, and, you know, like I said, it's, it's, I got the reps in as a spotter over the past few years and, um, got the phone call, um, from, from JGR to, uh, to work with Ty. I think the the biggest thing, Jacob, as a spotter, you know, as someone that's done it and someone that's had Hal do it and someone that stood next to Hal, he's only ever yelled at me one time up there. Just so once. That's, that's good. <laughs> just once. Uh, just once. And uh, we totally deserved it. But, you know, Hal's ability to paint a picture when you're up there, because that's what a spotter does, is different than the ability of myself or someone that hasn't driven before. You know, we could be just as good as anybody else, but he can paint a picture as someone that's been in that car. He can tell, you know, Ty exactly what he needs or what he sees. And and I can tell, you know, my driver what I see, but I won't be able to relate to it, you know, where Hal can relate to it to them. And I think that's a big help, especially at someone that's just starting out and Ty has blown everybody out of the water. He's actually considered one of our biggest competitors, you know, when we talk about it at our shop. Okay, why 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 did you yell at him? <laughs> Thirty seconds. All right, Nick, Nick, I'm let you take that one because I honestly don't even remember. <laughs> no, I I don't know. We were at a short track somewhere. Was it Toledo, I think it was yeah, Toledo. And we cut you off, and you gave me the hands up in the air and said you need to control your driver. And I said you can't be controlled. You know this how? And he said I know you're not driving it, but come on. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> Wow. We aren't going to mention the driver's name on the air, but we'll no, Nick, I, it gets heated on the driver's stand. I will, t- and Nick can it attest does. to this. I, I mean, we are just as passionate as our drivers. Yeah, and and that that's an understatement. I, I've heard, I've heard more, and, and to so to add to this, that you know, for for me, it's we we had Tim Fidua in our uh, in our cup cars back when my family was um in the nascar ranks and and tim's told me enough stories on the spotter stand in in regards to all of that so i I know there's a lot that goes up on there uh, goes on up there if i can remember how to talk straight and a lot that uh, that goes on that the general fan never sees and even we usually never see it or hear about it truth true (laughs) (laughs) it's fun see and 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 nick's looking at me all confused because i'm bringing up even older stories now That, that was before your time you know this right yes it was See, see, and, and now Tom's just laughing because he knows. I, I could tell stories all day. You do have many stories. That's I do. for sure. I do. <laughs> and we're, we, well, no, we won't get to stories in TV overtime. That would be too easy. I, 
I, I, Tom, I have an idea for TV over Okay. Time. We'll get to that in a little bit. But before we go to our final break, um, Outlook. Uh, that That's my... I know we were talking about words of the day. What's your outlook going forward now that we start to have a clearer picture of what June, July, August, et cetera, looks like? I don't think any of us can predict that accurately Don't know at this yet? Point. No. Too many things still happening too quickly, and um, I just hope we can start relatively on time. I hope May. so, too. Yeah. yeah. I hope it doesn't go to June. I know. Well, I, I at this point, I think we we have to prepare for it. I think the Coke 600 sitting on Memorial Day weekend is probably not likely, but who knows? Maybe NASCAR can pull it off. We'll wait and see. Anyway, we'll see. we have one more radio segment and then TV overtime to get to. That's going to be enjoyable. But before that, we do have to take one more commercial break. We'll do that. We'll be back with more Motorsports Madness. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll even uh, get Red riled up and have something hurled this direction. You never know. Back after this. <laughs> Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. 
The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Oh, no. Actually, I lied. I did just get a response back from Ty Gibbs. We'll save that for TV overtime because I have a feeling it's going to be more than we have time for in this last radio segment. So uh, be, be warned, this TV overtime is going to be very, very fun. You're in trouble, Hal. Yeah, yeah, Hal's in trouble now. We'll see. <laughs> Anyhow, we have about 90 seconds left on this show. We've talked to Hal Martin about <laughs> everything. We had Max McLaughlin. We've talked about uh, the rescheduling of the month of May for IndyCar. Um, we think there's probably Probably more to come, but the biggest thing that I got out of today, uh, Bruce Martin actually had a piece earlier that just the fact we're having an Indy 500 at all should be considered a ray of hope for Indianapolis and the IndyCar series that they were able to make the Rubik's Cube work. I loved that quote too, ma- making the Rubik's Cube work because there were a lot of pieces to go into this that yep. uh, ultimately had to come together for all this to work, Tom. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm looking forward to a, a good weekend, I hope. I mean, it's just, it's going to be different. We just all have to accept the fact that the season is not going to be a typical race season, and it may not be a full season for mm-hmm. some series. It may not be, but I think what's going to be uh, really interesting and and fun for those of us in the industry is when we get back going, it is not put your foot to the floor. It is put your foot through yeah. the floor. That's right. Thanksgiving. Going to yes. be a frenzy. TV overtime coming up right now, though. We have to uh, bid our radio audience adieu, to use a foreign word for the night. And we hope that everyone remains safe yes. and does what they need to do in order to make Indeed. that happen. So Absolutely. for Tom, Nick, Hal, Red. Jacob Seelman for Motorsports Madness, reminding you to keep it off the wall. And uh, we will see you when we see you, folks. Be safe till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.